0: You're listening to the Faith Roots audio podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots podcast. We're talking about how to turn a trial into triumph. Now, I can't close this series without addressing this very important issue. What do we do when someone prays for healing and dies? When someone trusts God for a large sum of money, a miracle, and does not receive it? What happens when things don't work out the way we thought they would? Uh, I'll address the first one. I've known... Many, many people who loved God, who prayed for healing, who did not receive it. And many of them died prematurely. And uh, I know people who were asking God for uh, a financial miracle and did not receive it. Uh, and so, what do we do? And first thing I want to say is really, it's not my business to pry into those people's deepest spiritual affairs. For me to comment on that and say, well, I think this person died because, or I think that person died because, I really don't have a right to say that. Who am I? I don't know the deepest secrets of their heart. Uh, Sometimes people may do something that's very, very obvious. It could be that someone died prematurely because they were driving drunk. It could be that they were very, very foolish and uh, tempted God. They uh, did something that uh, I had a pastor friend uh, who died in a plane crash. And and a lot of people were troubled by it. How did this wonderful man of God die in the plane crash? And so I had a plane at the time and flew to all of my meetings in those days. This was, oh man, 35 years ago. And so it concerned me. So I did just a little bit of investigation And I found out that, number one, they flew in a storm. Number two, the pilot who was flying the plane did not have an instrument rating. Number three, even if he had been instrument rated, the the commercial flights were grounded at the time. Nobody was flying because the weather was so bad. And then number four, the pilot was in a plane that he was not familiar with. It was brand new to him. And so there were four different things that could have caused this plane to go down. And so you ask me, why did he die? It had nothing to do with God being displeased with the man. It had everything to do with foolish decisions being made. Now, sometimes it's not that cut and dried. It's not that clear. But sometimes it is very clear. So what do we do? Well, we don't judge without knowledge. Now, there's nothing wrong in saying, I don't know what happened. But I have to say this, even when a believer passes off the earth early and goes home to be with the Lord before their allotted time, it doesn't mean that, that they lost. It doesn't mean that it's all over. We're on the winning side. Now, I think it's important to study the Faith Hall of Fame. In the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, a lot of people say, what about those others? Yes, there are others who did not receive immediate answers like the people in the first part of the book or in the first part of the chapter. I wanna say this, 90% of the people didn't receive an immediate answer and their stories are highlighted and we have a little bit of detail about why they were able to receive the answers that they did. The people who did not receive, we don't have a whole lot of detail about what happened. But one thing I know about the 90% of people in Hebrews 11 who did receive immediate answers is this. They had a specific word from God that empowered their faith. And this is what I know. Very often, very often, when someone is in crisis and they need help and they ask for prayers, they're not standing on anything specifically. You may have heard me tell my story about when my nine-year-old daughter fell in a warehouse and uh, developed a blood clot on her brain. Immediately, the Holy Spirit quickened the Scripture to me, Mark eleven twenty three, 23, that if you say unto this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe the things that you say will come to pass. You'll have whatever you say. I'm telling you that I had a very specific scripture. It was one that I knew. It was one that I was prepared to use. It was one that I sensed the Holy Spirit was bringing to my mind because I hadn't been thinking on that verse. That verse came to me. I'd learned it 20 years before, and I had never used it in any battle that I'd ever been in. But that day, I knew this is how God wants me to stand." And so I received an answer because I had a specific word from God. And so many people get into a battle and they have nothing specific. They're banking on a thousand people praying for them. And I'm all for that. I've benefited from that. But it doesn't take the place of you having a promise. And that's the thing that all of the people who got immediate answers have in common They had specific promises. I want you to think about a major league baseball player going to the plate to bat. If he's thinking, you know... Uh, the odds are two to one against me that I'm going to hit this baseball. Even if he's a great hitter, a 333 batting average is a great batting average. Uh, and, but what if he goes in and saying, you know, two thirds of the time, I'm not going to get a hit. You can't think like that. If you go to the plate thinking like that, boy, it's, it's really going to mess up your batting average. And so what happens is if you're unsure, And if you continue to talk about things that are unsure and you don't know and you continually talk about what you don't know, the odds are when you get into a trial, you will not have strong faith. Now, even if someone dies, it's not a loss. God's never embarrassed by the death of one of His children. Psalm 116 verse 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints, meaning that it's a precious thing. We're all headed to heaven anyway. We will all, should Jesus tarry, leave our bodies and go to the presence of the Lord. And so the focus that we've got to have is let's live by the Word of God. And if something should happen and we leave this body before we're really old, if that happens, we're still fine. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7 says this, by faith, Noah being warned. 11.8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called. Hebrews 11.11, 11, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered. She judged him faithful who had promised. All of the people who received had a specific word from God. And that's what I want to say to you. Find that specific word, memorize those specific words. Make yourself aware of His promises. You're giving the Holy Spirit something to work with when trouble comes. It could be that He brings to you one of those verses that you've committed to memory. But even if something were to happen and you didn't see the instant deliverance or the immediate deliverance, you still win. You know why? God's plan for your life is longer than your life. You know, this is an interesting way of looking at it. Uh, These all died in faith, Hebrews 11:13 13 says, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Meaning that Abraham did not see everything that God promised him some of the things that God promised him were going to happen to his children and his children's children and to the generations that would follow. God didn't say all of this will happen in your lifetime, but he believed it. And so there are times when we think, oh man, if someone goes home early, if someone dies prematurely, it just messes up the whole of the plan of God. And to be sure, There's a sadness that comes when someone does leave the earth early, especially when it's a younger person. It's much more grievous than if it's an older person. We accept the older person a lot more because they've lived out their life. But when a younger person goes, sometimes it's very grievous because we're not thinking the big picture. And the big picture is precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of one of His saints. The Apostle Paul said, for me to die is gain. It may not be the best for everybody here on the earth, but I'm telling you, in the grand scheme of things, it's all going to be fine. Those people who die go to be with Jesus. One thing I'll tell you, when I first moved to Tulsa, there was a denominational pastor who had a three-year-old son, And this was in the papers and on the news media. And uh, the kid was jumping on the sofa in the living room, fell off, hit his head on the coffee table. They took him to the hospital as he was unconscious, and the kid flatlined in the hospital, three years old, and they lost him. But they were able to revive him. And when he came back, he talked about heaven, he talked about seeing Jesus. And he kept going to his mama, saying, Mama, Can I go back and be with Jesus? Can I go back and see Jesus? I want to go back and see Jesus. I read that story and I was fascinated that a three-year-old little boy would be so enamored with the presence of God and with Jesus that he would be willing to leave his mother to go be with the Lord. Now that was amazing to me. The pull of heaven must be so great. And so when we do see someone leave early, go home to be with the Lord. When we do see that, it's so important for us to understand where they are, what they must be seeing, what the Bible tells us they will experience. That's how we've got to think. And we who are behind, we grieve, we miss them, we wish they were still near us, with us. And only the Holy Spirit can fill that void. That's something that that nobody can really uh, feel for you, that it takes the work of the Holy Spirit in you to completely eliminate that. And by the way, there is a time of grieving, and we should grieve. It's healthy to grieve when you lose someone, but you can't grieve forever. Eventually, you've got to fold up your grief and go on with your life. And that's what the Holy Spirit can allow you to do. And by the way, you're not doing a disservice to the memory of the person who departed. There is a natural grieving time. In the Old Testament, it was 30 days. And then they moved on. They had to. Because the person that you grieve for, they're not dead. They're with the Lord. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this series as much as I've enjoyed teaching it. I hope you have some new insights on what trials can be. Uh, I encourage you to prepare yourself ahead of time for trials just by having fellowship with God and remembering His Word. You're not fearful of trials. You're not looking uh, with fear and trepidation towards something that's coming. That's not the way you prepare. You prepare by filling yourself with the Word. That's all the time I have for today, but we will start a new series next month. See you then.